little abrupt start, no big deal. Look, it don't matter. Because my pockets got fatter. Just so kidding, they did not. Yes, indeed it did. Hey, Mike One here. Two Genius, One Idiot Podcast. January 25th, 2020. 2020, folks, the year of clarity. Here we are. Clarity. Oh, ah, the year of clarity. Nobody cares about your yes, Claritin. Yes, clarity. It still sounds stuffed up. Ah, uh, Johnny Phoenix. Johnny Phoenix, and joined today by Tommy Cum Laude, a.k.a. Tommy <laughs> Two Guns, a.k.a. Tommy Salami, your grill, his meat. What's up, Tommy? How you doing? Got my hype man over <laughs> here. <clears throat> yeah, right on. That's what's up. Yes. Good stuff, y'all. Can you believe it's already almost the end of January 2020? This year's already going by quick. I mean, how was y'all's week? Anything exciting happen? Anything cool? Uh, you know, not too much, man. Um, it definitely was just a, you know, same same shit, different day type of deal. Uh, I definitely had to eat some crow and a couple of my picks from last week. A couple? What's that? Well, okay, most of my picks. Yes. I still consider uh-huh. the Claudia Gadelia one as a win. So, no, no, that don't count. That, that brings don't count. Me even. That don't three count. It does count. False. No, no that's you, a negative. You have, look, now what? You have your Johnny, narrative. I know I we mine. all. I know we're all sipping on something today. What do you got over there today? All right, so we are actually partaking in the Georgetown Brewing Company's Indian Pale Ale, known as Lucille. Very tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is good. a good beer. Yeah, we also got another one on on backup, the Fremont Brewing Company one. Uh, similar alcohol content. I've had that one as well, but I, I like this one. I think the Lucille just a little bit better, but they're both good. What's the one from Fremont? Um, I literally Lush think it's called, or something. I think it's called Fremont. Oh, okay. All right. I don't from the... from Fremont Brewery. Uh, you know what is. When the point in time comes to where we're, I'm ready to open that six pack, we'll have this conversation again. I'll give you a little shout yeah. out. Because <laughs> no, I don't good. remember. Tommy, what are you drinking on? Same thing. Lucille? Same delicious nectar. That is good. I have to tell you a story about this real quick, too. So, uh, my sister came into town a couple years ago. We went to a bar in Seattle and we had a, a little back and forth. And I said, I can out drink you still. And she was like, No, you can't. So we started drinking beers. This is during a Can we get uh, a, a tale of the college. tape as far as like uh, your your height and weight versus a guesstimation on her so we know? Because this, this really was what determines yeah. drinking status. 5'8", 185 was what I was looking at. Solid muscle, farm strength. And then uh, my sister's <laughs> about 5'6". And, you know, I don't probably about 150. I'm guessing. I have no idea. I'm just oh, throwing it dude, out there. You, you had better hope that you are somewhere close. Because if not, your sister's going to kick your ass. Ah, no. I agree. <laughs> Look, it is what it is. It is what it is. Did she Anywho, also have farm strength? We started or? drinking these beers. And she was drinking Coors Light. I was drinking Lucille's. I had 16 beers. She had 17 beers. And she still thinks that she beat me. She was drinking water. There's a difference. I agree. Now, I do have to admit, this is all during a college game. So this is in three hours. Uh, I was doing That's the old Bootin' Rally. The old Bootin' Rally. You guys know what the Bootin' Rally is? Um, I do know what the Bootin' Rally is. Now, did you actually? Or, oh, no, no, never mind. The Australians call it a shoey. So keep going. Keep going. Yeah, not a shoey. No, the Bootin' Rally. You know, I had to use the restroom. I take a leak while I'm taking a leak. Uh, throw up a little bit of beer. 
get it out of your system and then go back and drink some more. Like, oh, that's the boot and rally. Does your sister know that you cheated in this contest? No, or? no. She has she no idea now. that I was doing yeah, that. She totally did. In all fairness, though, I believe your alcohol content was much more than hers. Yeah, that's oh, for way sure. more, way more. And that was my argument. She was like, "Nope, I had seventeen, you had sixteen, I win." And I was like, "That is some bullshit." Yeah, I feel like if you just would have went outside, and if it was raining in Seattle, if you stuck your tongue out, just that content would get you more fucked up than the Coors Light. Agreed. Right? The acid rain. Hell yeah. Right. No doubt. The nuclear rain coming over from Japan. <laughs> yeah, we, we got that. We got that. Got the prisms. All, yeah, well, you, that's the only thing bad about Seattle, though, is that because of that rain, you always think that maybe your car has an oil leak, but no, that's just the way the rain comes down is looking at that prismatic shit. Just right, the way right. The paint. <laughs> like, you know, I, I thought I had a cyst. It turned it out. That was actually growing another finger. Pretty weird, man. <laughs> Pretty weird. It's not a war. Who knew? Who knew? Uh, and then I just want to say that I'm drinking uh, Tropic Haze IPA. This is one of my faves from a local brewery, Silver City. Let me tell you what, this place has got some great beer. They got some good food, though. Didn't we? we went there last Easter, right? Yeah. Y'all yeah. should come out again, man. The food's amazing, man. I'll I wasn't there for the food. I was there for the Jesus. That's true. But still, the food and beer are still amazing, and they complement each other like no other. Yeah. Shout out Silver City. It was really good, though, both the food and the beer. It's the bomb diggities. I need to always, get out your way and go to the garage. Yeah, you do. Come get... Yeah, man. Hey, we got some good stuff down here. And, uh, yeah, the garage, man. They got some crazy... Bloody Marys. Uh, Bloody Marys. Nice. They got a Bloody Mary for two that comes in a straight-up pitcher. It's pretty obnoxious. Have you had one of those before? Oh, uh, that's a negative. I've had the single-person one. It was called the Beast. It was after Marshawn, so it came with a bag of Skittles on it. Had hamburgers, beef jerky, had some chicken wings. And nowadays it comes with arthritis. Uh, <laughs> it comes with a letdown. <laughs> just it comes with just unfulfilled expectations. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, I wonder if this will make the playoffs. But yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Well, shoot, man. I, I want to get into this real quick. I just want to point out this last weekend... We had a really built-up fight. Number four in pay-per-view history in the UFC was the McGregor versus Cerrone fight. Uh, you know, I got to say that... Um, he, what, what? Uh, hold on. This must be... That must be for Johnny Phoenix. Because no, was, uh, we know what's up. That's for the up. event. Right, like all the hype. Definitely was uh, the hype left a lot to be uh, desired because it was really, really overhyped, and I felt like it under-delivered. How do you feel about it, Tommy? I, I, I was amazed, but I was jacked for three hours after that, just seeing him come out like that. Jack, yep. Jacking it for three hours. That's, Dude, that takes some endurance. He came out fighting, and his attitude fighting was like, like he hadn't been paid. You know what I mean? Like a man that yeah. was trying to eat. Hungry. Hungry. Something yeah, that know, Johnny Fiend said he wasn't anymore. He, dude, all right, let me tell you one thing. is that I, tell I may have predicted the outcome of the fight incorrectly, but that was off of my bias of hating McGregor. If you go back and listen, I gave you some avenues to which McGregor would actually win the fight. And if we take my pick out of it, I said exactly what he was going to do, that it would happen within the first round, and he would come out there and attack him. And Cowboy foolishly went out there and tried to... Stand with him. I mean, he did try to go for the takedown. Once he got that blocked, it was like he he uh, 
froze up. It was it was weird to watch. Dude, it was only forty seconds. <clears throat> well, you know, when you're frozen for thirty of it, it really. Well, you're a lot. describing it sounds like it was a five round fight. Dude, it was forty seconds. He froze up because he was getting his butt kicked straight from the get go. Yeah, no, I get, and it doesn't matter what we do. Is uh, there's only forty seconds worth of data to take from, and we could, we're probably going to talk about it for like fifteen minutes. Is it really That's... worth that? I don't think it is. Absolutely. Well, well, Did you not I see those say, shoulder though. hits? That was incredible. Right. I was just going to say that exactly. Yeah, the, the next fight though is uh, I'm looking for uh, Connor to win it with the stanky leg, like do the stanky <laughs> leg head kick. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, with the sound effects. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Easy E. Way to come through. So now I noticed that the, the timeline of things, if we're talking about this, uh, I think maybe we should go into what we think is going to happen next for him versus waiting for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm yeah. good with that. Let's talk about it. Who should he fight next? Mostaval. Uh, Mostaval. He said Mo- mustard balls. Is that what you said? Mustard balls. I don't mustard balls. Who is fighting? I'll fight anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, but this is uh, straight Jesus. And, uh, you know, I'll take that bone one. He's too small, man. Dana said it for me best. I'm going to take him out. Street Jesus. Shout out to the two old, what, what is it? Oh, no. It doesn't matter where you're from. You're a bum. <laughs> right? It's like, look here, you you took the you took the welfare. Wearing your house coat. cocaine. I was fighting people in the backyard. What you got? You know, Ariel, I just don't like that guy. <laughs> The nose, <laughs> the nose, nose. That's right. Ariel, he's come up, huh? Oh, dude, he's good. I, I really like him, man. I, I know I uh, Dana White doesn't really favor him too much, but I, I really like that guy. Real questions. Yeah, he does. He does. He hits him with it right away, church. and he's respectful enough. I think the fighters like him. I just don't think Dana does. I agree. I agree. Well, he's on the fighter side, I think, and he asks the hard questions. He's consistent with everyone, so I think it's good. I think it's good. But you know, so so for me, I agree with Tommy. I think that. Uh, Masvidal would be the next fight I would like to see. There's a lot of rumors right now, including a trilogy with Nate Diaz. Do either of you have uh, a lot of desire to see that fight again? I would. I don't know. In my in my scorebook, it's 2-0 Nate, but that's neither here nor there. I don't wow. think it's Your really... scorebook doesn't matter, right? What's that? Your scorebook doesn't matter. 1-1. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, he's right. Officially, it's 1-1, but in the Johnny Jr. <laughs> scorebook... It's two zero. Ideas. I identify as two and zero. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. The Dolphins identify as Super Bowl champs this year. Right. Uh, Undefeated. Wah, wah. Well, what about the Packers and Seahawks? Do they identify as Super Bowl champs as well? Uh, well, yeah. Oh, they, no, they absolutely. Don't. Eric, cue my want one. <laughs> don't one in the two thousand. Do it. Don't do it, Eric. Literally, I'm sliding you a, a dollar bill right now. Hit me with the one. Dollar wah. bill. He ain't that hey, cheap. Just, just like his dreams. It ain't. It ain't here. There's no dollar bill on that table. There's not. Well, he's right. I made up the dollar bill. I'm. Damn it! Don't don't want want my dollar bill. This is bullshit. Perfect. Uh, You know, I I don't know if we hired you, but you're definitely fired. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I honestly I think that what's next for Connor is probably um, win or lose between uh, Khabib and uh, Tony. I think he'll get Khabib. Whether the title's on the line is going to depend on whether or not Tony wins. I think that people will want to see that fight because of all the controversy with the last one. Dana White is actually the one who I'm quoting for this information as he says that that's next for him, but we'll see. Oh, I'm excited to see see that fight too with Tony because I think, I think Tony's, I think he's going to go the distance and take out Khabib, but I've been wrong before, but I don't, I don't think I am on this one. 
Yeah, no, I actually, yeah. I think if if anyone's got a shot at it, it is Tony. He just pushes the pace. He's got that Mauler style, and I just, I really think that that's we're going to be talking about. Uh, that's also why I think that the rematch with uh, McGregor and Khabib is probably going to happen. It'll uh, because of the fact it won't be for a title. I think that they definitely that's that's coming up. That's what I think happens next. I think if it's not for a title, I don't think it happens between him and Khabib. I don't think it will because I don't think it'll draw enough. I think they'll go a different route. Um, I also am wondering: Do you think it's possible that Tony could be the last fight for Khabib? Maybe if he wins. I don't, I don't know. Do. I just don't feel like Khabib's going to be a long time fighter. You think so? You think Khabib will try to come back and beat Tony? Yeah. Now the question is, uh, would Khabib deserve? Let's say that plays out. Would Khabib deserve an immediate rematch? No. Uh, no. I think it depends on how the fight sells. So it's all about this. So for you, Mike, it's more. It's less about the, whether the fight's competitive, more about how much money it makes. Which is I about, think that's what's driving the UFC now. Yeah. No. Of course. Especially since I think that it changed to that dynamic once they had that. Um, that group come in and buy them out the Fertitas. Yeah. I think that it's definitely right. less about the competitive fights, more about how much money they can make from it. It definitely switched the dynamic. Yeah, because the UFC used to be truly, you know, ranked, and that's how you would earn the fight is by working your way up the rankings. And now it seems to get a title fight, you just got to be the loudest, people pleasing person, and they're going to put you in the ring. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, and they do, you know. I don't know that I'm necessarily uh, against it, but they definitely have to protect their product, and they've they've got to you know they spent what four billion dollars to purchase that they got to make that back somehow. So I'm, I imagine oh, yeah. for it because at least oh, they're I making agree. It, I agree. They, they keep making interesting fights at least. True, I mean I love what they're doing. I'm yeah, watching it because it seemed like it when it was on a competition basis uh, of the rankings. Um, I don't, it could just be me, but I feel like people don't get hurt as much now. Now that it's based True. off of because when it was competition, you know, you have these beasts going in there trying to maul each other. And Dude, David just, and Goliath fights. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. All right. Now, what? What? One interesting thing about the potential for a Khabib McGregor fight, though, is they were talking about the potential of having it in Russia, and Dana White said, "Hell no, that's not going to happen." So I wonder if it's from a PR standpoint, he doesn't want to even deal with something like that. I bet you it's from a Russian mafia standpoint, you know. <laughs> like I, I'm just saying. No, nah, he's probably joking. right. <clears throat> yeah, I think they, they definitely will try to get involved. Same way like the Yakuza used to get involved with like Pride. Mm-hmm. I think they're worried about the outcome being affected by these, you know, organized crimes. Sure. Elements. So I don't that's know. crazy. That's crazy. Could be a factor. Woo. Well, right on. Well, okay. Well. Let's talk about the UFC fight we got going on tonight. We got a UFC fight night. Uh, main event is Curtis Blades against Junior Dos Santos. So JDS trying to work his way back up the ranks again, trying to work his way to get a title shot. That's the ultimate goal for him. Uh, Curtis Blades, he's, he's a good fighter as well. 12 and 2. Pretty good record. Junior Dos Santos, 21 and 6. We know it. how Judy, how uh, JDS fights. He's a brawler. He's a fighter. He does have jujitsu, but he likes to knock people out. Curtis Blades is the same thing. He likes to strike. He's a striker. 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 All right. So yeah, you know Blades and Dos Anjos. That's going to be a great fight. So looking at this fight, uh, there's five fights on the main card as usual. I don't really know a lot of the fighters, so we'll just highlight a few of the fights. But the main event, 
JDS against Curtis Blades. Have you all seen Blades fight before? I have seen him fight. Actually, the last time I saw him fight, um, I was not very impressed. But I think it's just it was Francis Ngannou knocked him out. So I mean, that's I don't know that's uh, that's a good He's indicator. That's a lot of people. I think though, that's right? the only fight that right. I saw of his too. Yeah, yeah, but right. I mean, he hit Nagano when he was, you know, uh, just coming up and just smacking everybody. So I don't know that that really counts. Well, he he's he's beaten some good names: yeah. Alexi Olenek, Mark Hunk, Hunt, Hunk, uh, Alistair Overeem, uh, Justin Willis, and I he mean, just recently really had a beat. Names? Those are all guys uh, that are kind of on the way out. Hey, yeah. hey, they're big names though. They're big names. Right. So it's like if, if recognizable you names. Beat Chuck Liddell in the parking lot, then that makes you worthy of a UFC contract. Hey, if you have <laughs> a ref there and it counts as an official fight, I'll count it. If it's sanctioned, I got you. Yes, exactly. Again, you know, I'm, exactly. I'm, what I'm noticing a theme here is that you're when it comes to your principles, when it comes to fights, you're very, very morally flexible. And the fact that I don't care whether or not these are good fights, I care whether or not they make money. I don't That's care right. if you fight a, an old, decrepit fighter in a parking lot as long as you have a ref and it's sanctioned. This That's tells right. me all I need to know about you, Mike One. Let's make it fair. Let's make it official. Oh, let's get it on. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. You know what? You sold right. me. I'm on board. All right, then. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, who do you guys got for this fight? I got Dos Santos. Uh, you know, actually, I'm going to take Curtis Blades. I think uh, Dos Santos. Um, well, why? Why do you think Dos Santos? Experience. He's got more experience. I mean, I think uh, I don't have. I just don't have the faith in Blades. Okay. Well, I see, and then I my reasoning for why I think it's going to be Blades is Blades is kind of on the way up. I feel like uh, Junior has been in some wars. Um, I think he's gotten. I think he's a little punch drunk between his fights with Cain Velasquez and just. Uh, you know, there's been a bunch of his fights recently. Dude, Cain Velasquez fight though that was like seven years ago. Yeah, but I think his decline started then. So that's why I'm picking But then he came him. back and beat Stipe. Who, Dos Right after that fight, yeah. He lost to Kane, and then he came right back and beat Stipe. Now, do you think he would beat Stipe today? No. Right. No. So I, I agree that he's on his way out, but you look at someone like Mauricio Shogun, Hua. Man, he fought recently, like, like, like two or three months ago. He's old, decrepit. This dude came in there and beat the crap out of a younger dude. And for that reason, I agree with Tommy. Okay. Well, we'll experience. See experience. Yep. Yep. No, I, I'm going with Blades. I think he's gonna. I think he's younger, faster. Uh, you know, Dos Anjos obviously has a puncher's chance, but I think he's done. I think Dos Anjos. Dos, excuse me, not Dos Anjos. Dos Santos doesn't win again. Wow. You didn't. Learn I mean, from he last is. Week, he is you? nearing the What's end. That? You're right. You didn't learn from last week in your picks, did you? Mm. Uh, I you learned should, it. You should listen to me and O'Neill. So. All right, next up, Mike. Go ahead, go ahead and take us to the next Let's, fight. All right, next up, we got Rafael Dos Anjos against Michael Chiesa. Rafael, former champion, Michael Chiesa. He came up through the Ultimate Fighter. If you remember right, he's also the guy that got his eye cut with glass when McGregor threw the uh, dolly through that bus. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Well, no, yeah. I, of course I remember that. And <clears throat> I uh, feel bad for the guy, man. Why? Well, you, I I think they settled out of court and he didn't get his proper due for that. He's on his way up, and since then he's kind of had a rough go of it. Must be because he can't see those punches coming because McGregor's a giant. <laughs> must be. Yeah, must yeah. be. Oh, he does not have the luck of the Irish. Well, this is an interesting fight to me, though, because Kiesa is good on the ground, as is Rafael, and I think Kiesa would prefer to strike 
And Rafael's got some great leg kicks. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. I do think Rafael's going to win this fight. But Michael Chiesa is a gritty fighter, and it's a good possibility he can get this win. But I'm going with Rafael. Okay, so I think actually, uh, oh man, I think uh, RDS or RDA, RDS. You just, just throw some random initials together. It's fine. Sure, why not? Uh, so uh, Dos Anjos, I, th- I think he's, um, man, I put him in the same category as Dos Santos. Not wow. just that they have similar uh, names, but also because I think they're on their way out, man. I'm not a big believer in him anymore. I think uh, he's got, what, 41 fights under his belt. Right, right, but he's also got twelve yep. losses during that time, yeah. and he's had a rough go of it lately. I, I think uh, Kiesa's gonna win, man. I like Kiesa. I think that he's, uh, I've seen him shut down some pretty good fighters, man. Uh, I think Anthony Pettis is the last one I remember him kind of just beating the crap out of. Mm. My pick's gonna be Kiesa, also. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, he's kind of the caveman looking dude. Comes forward. He's a good fighter. Kind of an awkward stance that he comes forward with. But he is a good fighter. So, all right, two for Chiesa, one for RDA. It's good. Now, the next three fights uh, are are fighters that I'm not that familiar with. So, Jordan Espinoza, 14 and 6. He's going against Alex Perez, 22 and 15. Oh, I don't know much five. about them. 22 and 5. Oh, right, 22 and 5. Sorry, yep. Yeah, so uh, with this one... I don't know that I've seen either one of them fight. Now, that just could be my ignorance. So I, I'm just going to pick uh, – I'll go with Perez just because he's got more fights under his belt, but I think that's the only reason. But I'm interested. Uh, What's-His-Face has won no contest. I'm, I'm kind of curious what that was. It was a disqualification. Maybe he's a dirty fighter. That's me purely Ooh. speculating, not taking anything away from him. But Well, if he's a dirty fighter, then I'm going with Espinoza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it depends on what that no contest is, really. Only so. dirty if you get caught. That's right. <laughs> All, All right. right. I'm going to go with Perez. I'm going to go with Perez. 22 and 5, more experience. I'm going to take him. All right. Hannah Cyphers, Angela Hill. Hannah's 10 and 3. Angela, 10 and 7. So pretty close record wise. Angela just not coming out in the win column as many times as she'd like. This fight is not going to be close. This is going to be Cyphers all the way. Yeah, yeah? I, I was going to pick Cyphers as well, only because that mixtape is fire. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've never heard I of just... either of them, so I'm just going with Cyphers. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. I like that. I'm going to go with Hill then, just because she's trying to get that 11th win. So it'll be 11-7, which is the opposite of 7-11. So Thank you. Angela Hill, all the way. Professor Mike won. Let's get it. Idiot. <laughs> last, last fight. All right, first fight, I should say, on the main event. Jamal Hill versus Darko Stoshik. I do want to say that this fight is very interesting to me because I do think it's going to be potential for knockout of the night fight because both of these fighters come forward and brawl. And Jamal being 6-0, and I always love watching undefeated fighters because they come forward and fight with so much confidence, and it always makes for exciting fights. And Stipe, 13-3, he's got a pretty good record going. I, don't I think, think it's, it's going to be a it, I don't fight. think it's Stipe. I think it's Stosic. But... Oh, yeah, Stosic. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. No, I think he's going to win. I think Stosic's going to win. Um, I think that the inexperience of uh, Jamal Hill is going to be what takes him out. Um, he's going to come out there confident. This other guy's got good counterpunching. He's going to clip him. That's all she wrote. Stokic. Is, Stokic. Stokic. Jeez. Oh, dude. He Stroke is, it? is fast. That... <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Stroke and it. And he hits with a lot of power. Stroke right. it. 
I've got Stokic on this one too. Darko stroke it. All the I'm way. picking the underdog, Jamal Hill. Keep him undefeated. Seven and zero. Oh. Let's get it. Underfeated. Let's get it, Jamal. Undefeated. Jamal. Undefeated. <laughs> no, we don't want him to be overfeated. Just under. That's right. That's right. Nice. Nice. Well, right on. Hey, and then on the Bellator front tonight, the only fight that I was really interested in is. Julia Budd defending defending her title against Chris Cyborg tonight. Oof. Like, have, no, they, have they made an official ruling on like the transgender fighters, or is that still a thing? Uh, I don't think there's been a ruling on that yet. Okay. I don't. I don't believe Chris Cyborg's tris, transgender though. Just full male. No, I mean, I mean, look at the way. I mean, is is Amanda Nunes transgender? What's that? oh no? Don't don't talk about look the lioness and myself will not. She allow this destroyed disrespect. Cyborg. Yeah, manhandled Cyborg. Exactly. I don't think so she would do that against the guy her, her weight. <laughs> no, I still don't think Amanda. Amanda Nunes is just that talented to where she overcame the gender gap. I mean, that's what they've been talking about for years. So she just went ahead and did it. And beat she, Cyborg. Yeah, she stepped in there with the yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so you're saying she yeah. wouldn't put hands on a man? Is what you said? Hey, you know what is. Uh, just like the Washington State courts. If it's that way, I'll allow it. <laughs> All right. Good enough. Good enough. Well, uh, I'm going to say that I think Chris Cyborg's going to come in here and win the belt. I don't know if I, I have think, faith in that. I think she'll be the, I think she'll be the Bellator champ after tonight. Yeah, I think you're right. I no, think, uh, I'm he, going the opposite way. I think he's got a really good shot. Tommy Two-Gun, he's going to smoke the bud. Or he's got the bud smoking her. There you go. Oh. Sometimes you smoke the bud, the other times the bud smokes you. <laughs> All right. So we got two for Cyborg, one for Julia Bud. So we'll see who is the reigning champ after tonight's Bellator champ tonight, 7 p.m. God, man. Uh, all right. Are you stroking hey. out over there? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I just had an aneurysm. We're good, just, though. We're good. He's probably, wallet, he's probably getting a reflection mouth. off his head, too. Yeah. <laughs> patched it up. Patched it up. Hey, so... <laughs> Watching the news, kind of moving towards the NFL, a little talk here. Y'all, y'all seen that recent news with Antonio Brown? What do you think about all that? I think it's about time he gets the help that he needs. Yeah. True he's, he's got something going on up there, and if the judge is going to – I'd be interested to see the results of that evaluation. I would be interested to see a scan of his brain to see if he does have some CTE. I mean, that perfect hit that he took is pretty legit. Yeah, he's got something going on. I think that a lot of what's going on with him lately has been smaller stuff that's uh, kind of foreshadowing to a bigger issue with him. I just hope that the guy gets the mental help he needs before it becomes something major, like um, triple homicide, Aaron Hernandez. Shout out. I don't know if it's shout out. Yeah, I'm not shouting out Hernandez, but I'm not shouting out either. But that that documentary was good. If you haven't seen it, recommend that on Netflix. Yeah, it was definitely good. Definitely good. Um, Check it out, Tommy Two Time, if you get a chance. Yeah, I'm checking it out this weekend, probably tomorrow. Yeah, Tommy Two Tone. Two Tone. Grab some beer and Netflix and chill. <laughs> Tommy Epstein ain't here to kill myself. I mean, which one are you pulling here? Dude, I'm just it. It's gonna be a running theme for me. I'm gonna come up with new ones every week. So every time <laughs> you worry about getting your picks right. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, hey I, I may Tommy not be Lee consistent Holmes. with that, but I can be consistent with this. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah. But for real, Two Genius, One Idiot podcast, we do hope Antonio Brown gets the help that he needs because that's definitely a cry for help. 
Mental illness, no joke, no joke. All right, moving on to some actual football. How about the results of these games last week? Pretty impressive if you're a Niners or a Chiefs fan. (laughs) That's really all I got to say about that, because I wasn't impressed. Well, yeah, but let's I start mean, with the first game. Let's start with the first game. Titans coming into the Chiefs. How'd that game go? Was that what you planned? I know it wasn't what Johnny Phoenix planned. Nah, they were they were holding true to what I said. They definitely during the first half they were running the ball, pounding it. They got an early lead. Um, they just didn't do the second part of what I said, which was try to hold back the Chiefs from uh, scoring a bunch of points, and then the Chiefs just caught fire and. One of the things, like, right before halftime, that run that Patrick Mahomes ran it in. Dagger. Yeah, no, dude, he should have been he should have been tackled five different times. But, oh. I mean, it just shows you that guy really, really wanted it. And at that point, like, it, the game wasn't even over yet, and they just took a three-point lead at that point. Mm-hmm. But it was over. I, I believe right. last week you called that Derrick Henry was going to run them the second half, right? You said he's like a thoroughbred. The fight keeps going on. He's going to run harder and harder. What was he, 66 yards all game? 69 yards, 19 carries, 3.6 yard average. Right, and then I do recall you guys saying that Ryan Tannehill was good enough to uh, win that game for them. No, no, I called Chiefs by three. Well, no, I mean, he did did do his part. I mean, I I guess if you guys want to call me out, sure, I was wrong. Uh, At the same time, though, I take solace in the fact that this makes me exactly right in my office pool that – Mike did, and Mike didn't finish within the top 20. I don't know if Tommy <laughs> did it or not. Did you do our office pool, Tommy? Yeah. Yeah, he did. And he did also didn't finish in the top 20. So, I mean, I had nothing to lose in that. I really thought that the Titans were riding some good momentum. Uh, didn't work out the way I thought it was. Hey, congratulations to the Chiefs, man. Mahomes uh, wanted it. Mahomey? And then the other one that we've got, uh, just a, a quick recall, is that the other beer – that we are sipping on here going forward is Fremont Lush IPA. Because I, see, I knew it was Lush. Yep. Oh. Good. I figured the Lush would know that it was Lush. Well, now you know. Now you know. Lush IPA. I've had that as well. That is a good beer as well. Fremont also has a lot of good breweries. Another up-and-coming city. If you want to have a good beer tour, they do offer them there in Fremont. Fremont, Washington. Get your beer. All right. Anyways, here we go. So, Titans and Chiefs. Yep, it was good. Uh, Derrick Henry couldn't be the, the thoroughbred that we thought he would be. And Tannehill, just not the playmaker. And then the Packers and Niners. <laughs> Could I get that sound, E? Packers and Niners. Well, you want the womp womp? Yeah. No, let's get the cheer. All right. We don't need no damn chair for that one. No. Go Niners. Uh (laughs) Super Bowl. Oh, man. Yeah. They got one for the thumb already. Oh, no, they're going for one for the other thumb. So they're going for their sixth one. Um, I really like this game, man. Dude, the final score does not – doesn't really show how dominant San Francisco was in this game. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball like eight times. Don't. Right. The rest of the time, it was just them pounding the rock into submission. Their defense lit them up. It was, ah. That defense is just incredible. It's fast. It is. Shuts people down. And I think the 
the Super Bowl, I think that's going to be the problem for Kansas City is how that defense is just going to choke them. But then right. again, we've also seen the games with, um, you know, the Ravens and uh, when the Niners played um, New Orleans. I mean, it could go. I mean, it could be a shootout. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Do you think, though, Garoppolo is the type of quarterback that if it became a shootout and he had to pass it, do you think he can sustain that and keep up with uh, the Chiefs and yeah, Mahomes? And, yes, and here's why. Because Kittle and that backfield of his are incredible at finding the space to get the ball to them so Jimmy can make those throws to him. If right. he didn't have the backfield and the tight end that he has, I think I don't think we'd be talking about San Francisco right now. Yeah, sure. yeah, I definitely think that um, Jimmy D, uh, Jimmy D, Jimmy G doesn't get the credit. I like sausage. <laughs> Jimmy D likes the sausage, uh, but I think he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. I think he's a uh, really good player. He changed the whole dynamic because you figure if they uh, San Francisco when they picked him up, they closed out the year without winning. I, I think they didn't lose another game when he got traded from the Patriots. Then they started off that next year pretty hot. They lose him. And then they end up getting the second pick in the draft because he wasn't um, available to play for them. And then one year later, here they are, thirteen and three, playing in the Super Bowl. You know, and they. Um, but you can't. I'll, I'll give you. He's a great game manager, but I don't say that it was on his back. Oh no! Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm six not for eight, that. seventy-seven yards. I mean, but, he's no means. What what was a star player in this game? Other than he touched the ball every play on offense. That. That may be true. I, I don't think he's the biggest difference maker. He's got such a good surrounding cast around him. But there was also some other good quarterbacks there that um, didn't have the same results as him. But can we talk about someone that did make an impact on offense for the Niners and Raheem Mostert? 29 carries, 220 yards, 7.6 average, and four touchdowns. And what's crazy is a few years ago, this guy was on the Dolphins team, and they wah, cut him because he wasn't wah. good. Now he's coming back to Miami. Coming back to I'm Miami. Going in that to Miami. Hey, you know what though is that good, you good better for him, man. To Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Miami no, gave up everybody. They didn't want to win. Nope. Well, you know, sometimes uh, you know, the biggest God, I, I every time we I end up having to defend Miami, so I'm gonna do it again. Uh, they just have bad ownership, man. We've got a new GM, new coach. I don't think that those uh, poor decisions in the past proves that we had talent. We just weren't using them right. As so you guys remember are the new Browns? when the Marlins What's that? You went? guys are the new Browns? Oh, we're the shit. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> you remember when the Marlins went to the World Series and won, and then the next year they totally dismantled the team? I do. That is just a Florida thing to do, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of distractions in Florida. I think that that plays a big part in it, too. Hey, you guys, mm. you guys. Speaking of Florida teams, you guys think we'll ever get a thirty for thirty on the uh, was it two thousand the national championship for the Gators with Tebow? I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, he had Aaron Hernandez, Mari right? Cooper. I mean, did you say Amari Cooper? It was a Cooper, right? Mm, I don't think it was Cooper. Yeah, Cooper was from uh, Alabama, I think. Yeah, Alabama. I don't remember I don't who else it was. I don't know if the time frame lines up. I think Cooper's way younger than No, I don't. No, they actually talked about that. it in there in Herman, uh, uh, Hernandez documentary, too. Yeah, no, those those are good teams, man. Yeah, no joke. Only problem is no that, uh, you know, Tebow and uh, 
that whole that team with Urban Meyer. I think he went to what Ohio State after that, abandoned them. Just there was a lot of controversy surrounding that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But, but yeah, so so let's talk about the Super Bowl now. Niners against the Chiefs. How y'all feeling about this game? Who you picking? Oh, it's well, a great matchup for me. I am going uh, Niners all the way. I picked them from the Close beginning. Um, I think that it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game, but I think the Niners are gonna pull it out. Mm. I think you, I, I'm gonna say probably thirty. 31 to 28 Niners. I'm going to have to flip that and go with the Chiefs. Chiefs, yep. Why, Tommy? For me, I think it's going to be Niners are young. I think the spotlight is going to be difficult for them. You know, this is the the biggest stage that they're playing in right now. So Mm. I guess guess it's going to come down to who wants to show up and who's going to put their all into it. But I don't know. I think this is too much for them this year yeah i think that when it comes to historically if you take good offenses versus good defenses usually in the super bowl the defenses end up winning that matchup i mean good examples of that are the uh seahawks broncos yeah seahawks ravens is a good one ravens um the uh actually broncos versus carolina a couple years ago packers said no one ever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Reggie Wright was a legend. Didn't win a Super Oh, no, they did win a Super Yeah, they did. That's right. They beat Denver. Yeah. That's correct. They did. That's correct. They did. No, no, I no, agree no. with they Tommy. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think they'll be too much. I don't think um, if the game is on Jimmy's back, I don't believe he's the guy to bring the team back. And I don't believe the running game will be as effective against the Chiefs as it was against Green Bay. I don't believe Mostert's going to have a game like he did against Green Bay, and I think the Chiefs are going to win pretty decisively. I'm picking a 35 to 21 Chiefs win. So you think now, that the Chiefs defense is better than the Packers defense? No, well, I do think it's better than the Packers defense. Yeah, right now, definitely. I mean, I I disagree with that. I think that the Packers have a better defense than the Chiefs do. Mm. Sure. I think we had we had injuries during the game. We were losing some key players, uh, some 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 key players uh, during the game, and th- they just have a lot of weapons. But I think the Chiefs' defense is going to be enough. I mean, look at what they were able to do against the uh, the Texans. Their defense stepped up, stopped one of the top runners, held them to sixty nine yards. Titans. There's no way. Titans. Yeah, sorry, Titans. So there's no way that they're going to be able to have 220 rushing yards against this Chiefs defense. I don't see it happening. No way. the Titans, what they got caught up with is uh, Andy Reid is a very good coach. He was able to scheme uh, pretty well for to contain Derrick Henry. I don't think he did a great job of it during the first quarter and a half. After that, they just kind of shut him down because the, the Titans were never designed to um, come come back from behind. I think that the San Francisco 49ers can do that, especially with Jimmy G. Um, I'm not always a big fan of his when it comes to like high pressure situ- uh, situations, but in this case, I think he could step it up, and I don't think he'll have to bring them back from behind. I don't think they ever fall, fall behind at all in this game. That's just my opinion. Mm. I think right you, you just mentioned why Kansas City is going to win this game, and that's because of Andy Reid. That guy realizes he's mm. one win away from an all-you-can-eat buffet at the White House. Woo-wee! 
He's going to be steaming wing. that ass off. Well, I mean, if uh, Andy Reid is the Cowboy Cerrone of the NFL and that he can't ever win the big one. He's been there. He's been competitive right on the edge. You know, they had four straight <clears throat> NFC championships with uh, the Eagles and then they actually, or excuse me, NFC championships. And then they went um, to the Super Bowl finally and got destroyed by Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So I just don't hmm. think that that guy's scheme holds up, especially, uh, you know, Shanahan's on another level, man. Did you guys actually see that during the the Packers game that he called the penalty? He told the yep. referee, he said, "Watch." Hey, he's holding eighty five. Yep. Right. He literally called what the penalty was, and it happened. Yep. He's a snitch. Later. Is what he is. He's right. You need stitches. Yeah. End up in a ditch. Nah, right. He's gonna end up. Uh, he's gonna end up covered in pitch. Morning. That's what he's gonna end up with. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You guys have hey, a Niners dude. bias. I'm I mean, just. They beat. Well, they. Hey, you hey, you hey, want to talk e? about what bias? About e? I just, I'm just ready that? for you to jump off that bandwagon. Which wagon? The, the, when the, the wheels point. fall off in the Super Bowl for the Niners. No, man, I've been supporting the Niners. Uh, I like their move. Like, if Eric recalls, as soon as they picked up Jimmy G, I said that they're going to win the NFC West within two seasons. That happened. Um, I didn't know that they were going to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, they made some big pickups as far as, I mean, Nick Boza's. I mean, that that's... To me, that's your rookie of the year. Um, I don't think anyone's even close. He, he's just, not even Kyler Murray. No, not even close. Come on. Nah, you're tripping. See, this is again your Niners <clears throat> bias. It's okay though. I've experienced this before. I would have the same bias for Arizona. It's in the same conference. No, it's not. Division. Arizona yeah. ain't been sticking it to you the way the Niners did, especially this season. Are you are you kidding? We always have problems against Arizona. I said I didn't say that you didn't have problems against them. I just said it hurts worse. Does it hurt worse to lose to Arizona or to the Niners? To Arizona. What? Because of the record? Yeah, you're supposed to be a, a crap team. I'd yeah. rather lose to a team that's going to the Super Bowl than a you, team that couldn't even make the playoffs. The no, but well, that's not the point. The point is it's a good roster. Everybody knows it. It's been a solid team all year. They've hardly shown all any year. flaws except for when Jimmy gets under pressure. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I, I do think that if they could get some pressure on them. The only thing is that um, I, I find it ironic because you guys keep pointing at all these great Miami players. Why is it that the main person who's going to be putting pressure on Jimmy G is going to be a former Seahawks in Frank Clark? What's your What's your point to this question? Well, I'm just saying Mike brought it up earlier. See, what everybody may not know is – you are the most trolling person when it comes <laughs> to the Seahawks and everybody else. So any chance that we can get to say something about Miami, we're going to take it. Uh, but Absolutely. see, the thing is that I'm, I'm going to continue to troll. Uh, it's been it's in my DNA, especially when it comes to the Seahawks. Hey, trollers going to troll. That's right. Uh, right. Fuck the Seahawks. All right, way. Taylor troll, whatever, whatever. Do your thing. Yeah, All right, so, so we got uh, two for the. Or one for the Niners and two for the Chiefs. No, two for the Niners. So I think because of Eric's. Oh, that's right. Two and two. Well, we don't, now we don't have our tiebreaker. Jacob. Yeah. That's my son, Jacob. Uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl, the Chiefs or the 49ers? Uh, I think they're both really good. I'm, I'm kind of biased. Chiefs. So you Picking got the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Let's go. All right, cool. Hey, do me a favor. Uh, You're raising him right. No, shut off that Xbox and go to your room. <laughs> uh, grounded. Nice, nice. Uh, but hey, all right. So, 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 how about score predictions? Johnny uh, Phoenix, thirty-one. What are you predicting? 
I think that the Niners go into halftime with the lead. I think the Chiefs surge back late and make it close, but I think that the Niners lead throughout. Okay. Going 38-24, Kansas City. Nice. What was the score one more time? 38-24. 38-24. Excellent. Excellent. I'm going 35-21, Chiefs. I like it. I like it. It's exciting. All right. And then, look, tomorrow we got the Pro Bowl. You all excited about that? Eric, can I get a warrant? Yeah, I'm with Brian on this one. <laughs> Not excited, huh? Not no. at all. All this is is they, these uh, players need to, if they make the Pro Bowl, they get a bonus. I think that's all it's about. I mean, with and there's nothing on the line. These guys don't play hard. The skills competitions are kind of interesting. I like that part of it to where they do like the quarterback challenges and each of those guys get to put on a display, yes. especially playing with different players. Speaking That's of displays, the most interesting. who had the best display of quarterback challenges this year's Pro Bowl? What's that? Who had the best wasn't display it, of... Wasn't it Cousins? <laughs> <laughs> no, he did play well, uh, though, at the quarterback on fire challenge. Behind you. <clears throat> they might. Did you guys uh, see that challenge, the quarterback challenge? I missed it this year. I watched part of it, but I watched the part where it was... Because everything... Up in this direction has been Wilson versus Lamar. I got you. So I could have guessed. I did watch it. So they had uh, two people on each team that were quarterbacks and one non-quarterback. So for the NFC, it was Devontae Adams. And for the AFC, it was another receiver. I can't remember. But Lamar Jackson was terrible. He could not pass standing still. He was missing targets left and right. He was... He looked yeah, really bad. I, Kirk Cousins looked good. I think that uh, Jackson's pretty raw. Cousins always look looks good until it's against the winning team. That's a good point. Touche. Touche. Still think he would have beat the Seahawks, but that's okay. I would but love to have an opportunity to try that challenge. I think it'd be a lot of fun. <clears throat> the actual challenge itself. So of of the three of us, so skill position player, it'd have to be you, Mike. You're the only one who looks pretty mobile. Tommy though was surprised you. he's got a little burst of speed, but. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. Tommy could be my tight end. Uh, I'm sure you'd like that. More like the... <laughs> <laughs> I hope you choke on your beer. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You've yeah, got I don't, a new I don't toy. think it matters anymore. See, the thing is, is that uh, these other... Well, not even so much the NBA, but the MLB has their all-star game in the middle of the season. And it matters because whoever wins uh, gets home field advantage in the World Series. So at least right. they have something on the line. Yeah, it'd be cool if we did something like that too in the NFL. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, I agree that the Pro Bowl for the most part is pretty boring. They don't even tackle. It's like two-hand touch. Right. So it's, so it's not even interesting. But I agree. The skills showdown is fun. The guys are having fun. And they're doing skill challenges that are stuff that we can do. You know, So it's pretty cool to see them in that element uh, and seeing what their skills are and something we can actually kind of uh, realize how good you know and the talented these players really are. Yeah, I think pretty the exciting. Only, the only way I'd I'd actually get super excited about it is if you took like put it on the beach and make it against uh, against the uh, lingerie football league and get stars. Uncle Rico in there. Yeah, Uncle Rico throw the ball over those mountains. Yeah. What about if, it, if they just went rugby style, no helmets? There you go. So we have a whole field full of Antonio Browns. Is what you're saying? <laughs> You're right. All right. Maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> touche. Touche. 
All right. Now, how about uh, the Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, Jennifer wow, Lopez wow, and Shakira. Wow. Nah, I'm excited about that. Why, just because yeah. they're hot? That's, that's it, right? What's that? Oh, they're both great musicians. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm when's not the last gonna, time you... Okay, what's, what's J-Lo's last album? The, uh, the one she just released. Yeah, what's it called? <laughs> uh, J-Lo Forever. Shut up. <laughs> J-Lo the Anthology. I don't... I didn't even know she still made music, to be honest. I don't know I what think she's that doing she out doesn't there. do music. It's that movie that just came out recently. Hustlers, is that what that was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, well, that's, she's, that's why she's back on the map. Oh, you know what? Actually, the last song I remember of hers was uh, the one she did with Iggy Azalea. That was like all about the booty. I don't know. Yeah. Mike I, knows. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, so Mike, they're beautiful women, but. Ringtone. Let's get Metallica grandma, for a halftime show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that. I don't think it's going to be entertaining at all. I'm just hoping, like, if there was ever one to have a wardrobe malfunction, this is you just the hope one to this do is it. the Janet Jackson 2.0. That's right, Janet Jackson, J Lo, Shakira, and then when Shakira starts screaming about it, she's going to go, "Ole, ole, ole!" <laughs> oh my gosh, my hips don't lie. <laughs> yeah, hips don't lie. <laughs> He's implants. There's a good possibility that I may switch over to the Animal Channel, Animal Planet, and watch the Puppy Bowl at halftime instead. Of the actual Super Bowl halftime, because I agree, it's that uninteresting to me. I don't care. I don't think either of them are that interesting. Well, see, right I now, guess the plan visual, is to to sure, Street, but so I don't think it really matters. I thought yeah, that was out of the question. Do you think Jay Z is going to make yesterday. an appearance? Oh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh. I think Hova's going to make an appearance. What you said? Well, he signed that. He signed that deal with the NFL. I don't remember what the contract was, but he signed money. something like entertainment. Hush money. Don't contract. ever mention Kaepernick again. Then we're going to pay you this big endorsement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe so. Uh, <laughs> we want equality so. for the players. Maybe so. And everybody else, but play we're going to make our guys. shoes. Pay the college guys. Sweatshops. We're not going to talk about it. Pay the college guys. So we got the Super Bowl February 8th. And then February 15th is the inaugural game of the XFL. Hey, you said Super Bowl's on what date? Isn't it the eighth? Is it? I don't think so, because that's the oh. uh, UFC fight. Uh oh! Fact check me, Bry. You're nope. wrong. Let's um, go. Let's right. see. Did you figure the first is a Saturday? Is it the eighth? The first is a Saturday. The eighth is uh. No, it's Sunday the second. Yeah. Thank you very much. Completely off. <laughs> Wow, all right. February the next, 2nd. The next big UFC card's on the 8th of February. You're well, right. Who is it, Tommy? Tommy? Dude, Tommy is so proud of himself right now, dude. He just puffed his chest. Dude, I'm waiting for Ferguson <laughs> to get back at this. You know this. <laughs> is that when they fight? I thought it was in March. No. Or April, even. Ooh. Yeah, hold on. Oh, maybe it was April. Oh, geez. We're, all, we're a hot mess here, folks. Yeah, right? We need... Hot mess. So just see, if, if you're listening to this and you're interested in being a uh, fact checker slash intern for Two Genius, One Idiots, we are in need of one. Indeed, we are. Badly. We might have to change the name to Three Idiots. <laughs> three Idiots. <laughs> uh, the 8th is the Jones versus Reyes fight. Oh, yeah. And the April 18th That's... is Khabib versus Ferguson. Yep. And yeah, I thought eight... it was a little bit later. That's why... That is actually the only reason why I think that Connor might get that fight with Masvidal first. If he does, is just because he's got. To, otherwise, we're waiting four months for that other one or three months. Yeah, I mean, besides that Jones Reyes fight, that's the that's the only thing on that card worth no. noting. Word. Agreed. 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 So, so how do you guys feel about this XFL? You all going to be interested in it? 
Vince McMahon's second attempt to be relevant in the football game. I'm just curious why why he's going there again. Like I I don't think it's a good idea. I will. Uh, I'm very interested maybe to just to go catch a game. Maybe even us as a podcast go catch it. But uh, I have zero interest in it. I don't think it's going to be competitive. I'm I'm hoping that they use it as like a minor league system though, like truly a minor league system and not just pure entertainment bullshit like they had last time. Right. The rules are going to be slightly different. They're going to have to do a lot of things heard different about the than kickoff? they did last time. What, what's different about the kickoff, Swank? So the, the kickoff, uh, the kick from the 25-yard line, the kick must land in the air between the 20-yard line and the end zone. The cover team lands up on the 35-yard line. The return, uh, the return team lands up on the 30. And neither team can move until the ball is caught by the runner. So they just stand still until someone catches it? Until someone catches the ball, then everyone can run. So then, so then it's more like a design run almost. That kind of sounds like to prevent injuries in my book, but I agree with that. I agree with that. So why don't they just have them like start at the like uh, the runner start with the ball at the five yard line, and then everyone moves as soon as he starts moving? I don't know. You got to talk to Vince McMahon about that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'd like to admit it though. My uh, dream matchup now is is no longer. uh, It's going to be Vince McMahon versus Roger Goodell MMA rules. Mm. Vince okay. McMahon all day. Oh, dude, yeah. Well, he's, remember he blew out his quads though. I don't care. We're talking about Roger Goodell. <laughs> Take Vince McMahon all day. <laughs> Whatever. Roger Goodell will hire Antonio Brown to clip him in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> like he's meant to. So, so they're also going to have an after the touchdown rule where you can go for three different options of points. Is that the uh, one where they're talking about you can get another down, basically? Basically, yeah. You get a running play. Uh, running a play from the two-yard line, the five-yard line, or the ten-yard line, and they're worth one, two, or three points, respectively. Just so, do it normal. A little, a little different. They're trying to change it up, make it a little more interesting. But, you know, we recently had that other football league that came out, and they could barely even – I think the, I don't even think they made it a whole season. No. But they that folded. Was, that, was, that was money issues, though, in contracts. The actual product on the field wasn't bad. No. I agree. The you know, product was interesting. I do agree. That was pretty interesting. But, yeah, that's too bad. Too bad. So uh, we'll see what happens there. They need to do XFL. something like the, like how they do the CFL. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I don't know. <clears throat> I like the way that the CFL works. And there are guys that that's their second shot to get back to the NFL. Yeah. Not this WWE entertainment bullshit. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, see, and I think that that's, that's something that also worries me about anything that's run by Vince McMahon is that it's going to be more about entertainment value than it is the product on the field. Right. Um, if they made it kind of like a minor league system, I think that would be interesting. I think that the NFL you know, has tried that in the past with the NFL Europe, but they failed just because couldn't generate enough interest over there. I think they could generate the interest over here. they just never done it right. So, But really, it'd have to be them coming out, the NFL saying, hey, this is our minor league slash semi-pro system. And uh, I don't think the NFL is willing to do that until the XFL has like solid numbers, can prove that they're uh, financially viable, and then then, then maybe we'll, we'll have that conversation. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think the league's going to fail. Well, I remember the last time the XFL came through, there was one player, because they allowed them to put whatever they wanted on their jersey, and he went by, he hate me. Yeah, yeah. He and I can't... Up- I can't remember what uh, what his actual name was, but he got drafted into the or you know they they uh, picked him up. Yeah, he was. A so that was pretty Pittsburgh. good. I can't remember his exact name either. Uh, uh, and um, 
Oh, dude, I, I do. I think it's uh, not Redman. I knew this guy's name. I can't remember, but yeah, he actually didn't do bad when he uh, transitioned over to the NFL. Deshaun Smart. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, is this the third attempt at this? I think it's the second. No, it's the second with the XFL, but with the AFL or whatever was that last one called? I think it was like AIU or yeah, something like that. It's like the third attempt, right? Yeah, actually, I think there's been a lot more than that. I think they had a couple yeah. in the '90s, a couple in the '80s. Just haven't come. Uh, basically, everyone's been trying to pick up, fill the space that the AFL originally had. What's the missing element? Why do these other leagues keep failing? Why is there not enough interest being drawn? Because uh, the NFL has the best players. It's kind of the same thing as like Bellator to the UFC. Yeah. Just do you think Bellator is rising though? <clears throat> no, I think that there's. If it wasn't for the cyborg fight, would you be watching Bellator tonight? Nope. Right. Touche. Touche. But they do have some good fighters on their roster, but you know, it's it just doesn't generate the same interest as the UFC because the perception is that the best competition is there. So that's why I don't <laughs> think uh, another football league will succeed. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. And I, I do feel that the biggest draw fights that Bellator has put on in recent history has been old, washed-up UFC fighters with big names. Right, right. And, and then that's the other thing is that even – the Bellator's biggest uh, products or, or fighters that they have all came from the UFC. So mm. it's like they're just a side organization. It's not, we developed our own talent. And, and when they have, one of those, a good example is uh, Ben Askren. And then yeah. he, went, he went to the UFC uh, very easily, won one out of three fights, but was considered the best outside of the UFC at his, in, uh, was it, welterweight? Mm-hmm. And once he goes to the UFC, he barely beats Robbie Lawler. I think Robbie Lawler could have came back and won that fight. I don't think he tapped, but that's neither here nor there. Mm. Um, then he gets in there with Masvidal, Street Jesus bodied him in five seconds, and then he gets Woo. in there with Damian Maya and he gets choked out. So I mean, that's that just shows you right there that their best product, undefeated um, prospect that they had, went in there as a champion, came out retired within three fights. True. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. And then, and then other uh, UFC fighter, uh, Paige Van Zant broke her arm again. Third time she's broke her arm in training. I think this is, she just needs to be done. Yeah, I, I agree. She's, she's got so much other opportunities. Um, you know, yeah. She's very, very uh, attractive and she's smart too. Like if you actually listen to her, she's articulate when she talks. Um, I think that she should hang it up, man. No point in permanently damaging yourself when you have so much other prospects outside of fighting. Yep. Did you hear that she makes like three times the amount just from sitting at home, posting pictures on Instagram that she does getting in the ring? Oh, I thought you were going to say when she was moonlighting at magic city on the pole. Well, I mean, I don't think it's been, <laughs> Oh my. I don't think it's been a secret that a lot of these guys, I mean, they'll have some fights that do make money, but it, I mean, they're not really for the fighters, big money fights. Yeah, unless you're a McGregor or someone like that, you're right. not making a lot of money. Right. This last fight with Cerrone, they asked Don, uh, they asked McGregor how much he was making. They were talking about f- like around 500 mil. Or no, 50 mil. I'm I sorry. I was say. 50 no, mil for this fight. I thought sorry. he said 80. Oh, really? 80? Wow. I think he said 80, better. and then it was 50 for Khabib. 
but those are okay. all like those are McGregor numbers. So really, what it was is probably twenty five and fifty. <laughs> probably so. That's very possible. Like, After you do the uh, transfer from U.S. dollars to Irish stones, yes, yeah, to Irish potatoes, yes, yes, beef and cabbage. He's like, oi. <laughs> I don't be talking about the potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> I like them a lot. Don't you down the potatoes? All right, so so here we are. Uh, pretty soon the NFL is going to be done, right? Super Bowl is coming up on the second, and then what? W- w- you know what sports are y'all into? Is there anything else coming up that excites you after football is over? Yes. Until football starts again. Well, I always pay attention to the draft, so that's you know, and we're we're committed, I think, as a group to cover this coming up. One of the things I'm really, really looking forward to is uh, Seattle getting an NHL team. Yeah. I'm yes. super pumped for that. Uh, did I they, do. Uh, no, go ahead. I was just wondering, did they come up with the name yet? Last time I heard it was no. the. There's no name yet. They haven't the announced Michigan anything. You know, they're still the doing construction on the stadium. Like I don't know what's going to happen. I, I have two seats reserved. Uh, nice. My buddy has two seats right next to it. So there's possibilities I might get four tickets to games. So we're going to have to go hit some up. Perfect. Four of us. I really can't wait to see the Seattle syringes skating on the ice. <laughs> How long did that take you? Two, three weeks? Oh, he's been working on that for a while, folks. Yeah, hey. No, actually, it was off the dome, if you must know. Uh, Seattle syringes. All right. Syringes. Appropriate and unfortunate all yes. at the same time. But to think about it, I mean, if we really get it, you have like a hazard symbol and then an actual needle. I'm not getting into this and thinking about this, no. <laughs> this would be I'm not entertaining logo. this shit. No, you have no choice. This is, look, if, if anyone here is listening, that's the go-to. Seattle syringes. Or the, okay. Yeah, and then we'll just have everyone, you know, we'll pass them out at the games. We'll have booths sure. there. You want to pass out syringes at the game. What's that? No, I'm not passing out anything. I'll just. But the, but you want it. them to pass out syringes at the game. Look, is if we're going purely like the safe uh, injection site? Is that what you're calling it now? Mike can be all about the money when it comes to these fights and everything. <laughs> I can be all about the money when it comes to Seattle. It'll it represents the community. It gives us all <laughs> something. To, <laughs> it it represents you know what this city is all about, and you know you can't deny that this is a part of the culture. All I'm saying is that it would make a cool logo. <laughs> All right. All right, well, so Mike, what say, are you looking forward to? <laughs> I I reserve tickets because I really looked at it as an investment because I know in the Seattle area when something new comes up and around, everybody wants to get a piece of it. Hipsters. And so I feel that when they come out, and because it's going to be a similar draft they did last year, we do fall, we, we get grandfathered into that rule just like Vegas did. So we're gonna get two top or two players from each team that we get to choose from. Uh, you know, they get to keep a certain number of players, but then we get free reign to the rest of them, and we get to pick two from each team. So I think we're gonna be competitive right off the bat. I think people are gonna want to go. I think tickets will be going for double, That's and I will gladly sell mine for double to anybody that would like to purchase them when it's time. Yeah. I I'd prefer your fake plugs than a real one. That, that's just painful. You can find Mike on Twitter at Green Base Sucks. <laughs> ah, dang. Based on the last performance, I can't dispute that. Hey, at least they made it, though, man. That's, yeah. It was a good season. Know, but, good season. Gosh darn it. Frustrating. So, uh, uh, what about you, Tommy Two Time? You got anything coming up in the next month or two that you're excited about? Well, where, where did Tommy Two Time go? It's better know. than the two tone crap you gave me. Uh, 
well, well, I mean, two times uh, interesting. So t- what you're implying is that Tommy's a cheater? Is that what we're saying? Tommy two times. Tommy two times. Tommy two times. Maybe no, four. because when he puts down a bet, he does it twice. He's like, hit me, hit me. <laughs> Must make it interesting when you play black, blackjack. He's like, 18, hit me. Now I'm, once the NFL season's <laughs> over, I'm really excited to, to follow the XFL and see how it does. I mean, nice. and, you know, for me, Bob Stoops, being an Oklahoma coach for so many years, he's one of the greatest coaches in my book. So I'm excited to watch coach. him and see how where's, that team where's does. He at? Dallas. Dallas. And then see how the Seattle does. Yeah. Seattle Dragons. Yep. Seattle Dragons. The Dragon these nuts across Seattle. your Seattle. mouth. San Francisco Drag Queens. Is that the other one? No, it's Dragon nuts across your mouth. Eric. <laughs> 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 Yeah, hey, there, it there, it there it is. There it is. Word. Well, I will say for myself, uh, not much in February other than the you know the Super Bowl, but March Madness for me. Uh, I love following college basketball during the March Madness. I was say, don't say I don't the whole re- year. No, I I really don't <laughs> follow it at other all. than March Madness. Some of you may be asking, when does March Madness start? August. Well, it starts in March. There you go. Thank you. There you go. Officer obvious. Yeah. So, so it's coming soon, <laughs> folks. It's coming soon. <laughs> but in my opinion, March Madness is the best basketball of the year. There is no other time of year, no other leagues, divisions, or anything where the games are more competitive and people are fighting more for the win. I don't believe people want it more. I think March Madness is the bee's knees when it comes to basketball and then you get cinderella teams like seton hall right upset so people. exciting <clears throat> yeah no i agree it's it's definitely uh i always look forward to it um i don't necessarily follow it during the entire season but i definitely start researching once it gets close to march madness purely on the fact so i can uh bet on it fill out right. my bracket yeah that's the Do only you... reason why i follow it too yeah yeah have you ever won a bracket yes really yeah, i was 18 19 the only bracket I won. I won wow. one recently. It depends. Like, won it outright or just finished in the money? No, I would say won it outright. Yes, but it's been a while. Really? No, okay. I think it was actually recently. I think it was when uh, Villanova won. Okay. Yeah. Would it surprise you to know that I have never won a bracket? Not, Not at, all. at all. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, y'all didn't have to do it unanimously, unanimously like that. Jeez. No, we were trying to harmonize like, boys to men. That <laughs> we were was like, nah, two time right there. Two time. Two time. <laughs> Tony two time. <laughs> yeah. Man. All right. All right. Yeah, I have not. I actually didn't even do a bracket last year because I felt like it was just a waste of time and paper. So I just didn't even do it. But that's the yeah. thing you need to keep following. That's right in your wheelhouse. Keep going with that. Well, what about the casino? Like, I like going to the casino. That's I don't different. win there either. Yeah, no, but you're I not old. You hmm. That's true. I what does age have to do with it, though, Tommy? It's just part of the winning formula. Yeah, it's like with the lottery. The only people who win it are old people and Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Gosh, darn it. Can I pass as Puerto Rican? Mm-hmm. I look like freaking uh, Pitbull at times. No, nah, you can't pass as Puerto Rican. No. <sighs> I, need to I, am, I am excited for baseball to come up. I'm calling it now. I think the Mariners make the playoffs this year. I don't think, uh, I don't think they're going to go far, but I think they'll have it this year. You know, out of the teams that I follow and am a fan of in the Seattle area, Mariners are one of them. 
Same. And they have been very disappointing in the last few years, I have to say. They have, last year started out hot, lots of moves in the offseason. Like, it was build up. We were excited. I was at opening day. Like, it was great. Didn't they and set then, like a record in, in early on in the season? Yeah. For number of wins or. Yeah. 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 And then they just bottomed out. Yeah. The started eating all those Mariner dogs. <clears throat> I will I will say that you know I've never been to Fenway or Yankee Stadium but that is a beautiful ballpark to play in. And they have great food options. Yeah. They have really good food options. Safeco is a great oh well no it's not Safeco anymore. T-Mobile Park now. Right. I do oh, not Safeco. like the way that rolls off the tongue. T-Mobile. You uh I'm not a fan of that. You um you get the the rib, the beef rib at Safeco? The McRib? No, the beef rib, not McRib. Oh, the McRib oh. from the McDonald's across the street. <laughs> no, I did not get that. It's worth Tasty. the 13 bucks. Okay, wow. I did have the make-it-yourself ice cream sandwich there, which is pretty phenomenal. It's like oh. two cookies. They scoop the ice cream right there and roll it in sprinkles. It's pretty off the hook. And right by there, you can buy cans of of, of beer, IPAs, for five fifty. Over at the Pyramid uh, Ale House right there? No, this is inside, no, inside the stadium. The stadium. Interesting. There is two locations you can buy beer, like craft beer, for not twelve bucks. I'll tell you what, they start really winning, that'll change. But I, I think they they do that with the the companies that are trying to get their name out there, though. Yeah. And I like those companies. I support yeah. them one hundred percent. Yeah, they definitely got some good options there. Like, um, it's always a good day when you don't have to finance beer at a ballpark, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you take out this loan. I took out a loan. I'm going to a Mariners game today. Now that you hear about that they're starting to do that um, for StubHub is having uh, um, gives people the option to finance their tickets to the Super Bowl. So it's like between five thousand and seventeen thousand for it, but the rates for these loans are actually thirty percent. That doesn't Dang. surprise me. It's worse than a credit card. Like I, my thought is that if you can't afford it to where you have to finance it, then you should just give up on going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So what are they losing? So <clears throat> think about they. They know they have no chance of buying these tickets, right? Right. So then they finance it. <laughs> File bankruptcy. <laughs> <What's that word? laughs> right. Nice. Uh, in no way yeah. does Two Genius One Idiot uh, nice. support that decision. We want you to right. be fiscally responsible. That is Tommy's right. opinion as a group. We do not endorse this. Please continue. We're pro Dave Ramsey here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's all about the, the smart dollar. Now you need to give. Put it in an envelope. Like you've never given before. This is my Super Bowl fund. Yeah. That's, That's right. You. That's all you need. Put an envelope with Super Bowl on it. You'll be good in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Be there. Paying off student loans all <laughs> year so you can you finance save in for the tickets in nowadays. January. Save for the tickets nowadays, but 15 years from now, that 5000 is going to be like twenty five. Well, yeah. StubHub needs to offer that for concerts nowadays, too. No, they do. It's just funny concerts that people are, are stupid. They're just doing it for such a large amount. I, I don't I don't get it. <clears throat> yeah, but, you know, it wouldn't surprise... Hey, it, if they did a StubHub credit card, they would make a killing. People would be buying concert tickets all day, maxing out their credit cards, going to concerts. That would be the equivalent of StubHub credit cards. Would be That would be equivalent to Amazon for women, for guys. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. That's a very... Also, Two Genius, One Idiot does not support that sexist statement that Tommy just made, implying that all women shop needlessly on Amazon. Please continue. I didn't say all women. You, you want to make, you, you make it sexist, you, we can make it sexist. But look, even women. Kashama Sawant has an Amazon Prime account, and she was trying to get Amazon out of Seattle. 
Yeah, well, until hey. she needed that prime delivery the next day. She hey, had to get hey, those cold watch your... Brews. Don't be sexist. Just stop. Talk about it. What you <laughs> started? It was you. Look, you're talking. Look, he's got his blame thrower out. Just da, 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 da. the blame thrower. Rafflecopter. All right. All right. Maybe not. Maybe not. So, All are right. you guys gonna um, do a bracket this year? Yeah. I'll do one. Yeah. We'll usually It'd do be one. A good conversation. The, the one that you know of is always there. So. Yeah. Well, I think we should do it because it'd be a good conversation. Uh, you know, be, uh, a, a good segment. Heck we can yeah. talk about it on on air. The red lights recording. We're hot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this wasn't the warm up. We're actually recording oh, right crap. now. Dude, this whole time. Uh, I want to take, we take a second to apologize for Tommy. What? Oh, why? <laughs> what happened? What happened? What's going on? What the hell do you mean apologize for Tommy? What happened? What happened? No, I didn't realize we were recording. I just wanted to let everyone know that I sincerely apologize for Look, Tommy. Look, if we can't see the big red button, then we need to stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so what else you got, Mike? Uh, how y'all feeling about the Olympics coming up? Don't give a shit. I haven't Next even subject. put a thought to it. All right, that's fair. <laughs> X Games are on TV right now. Also don't care. Moving on. All right, that's fair. <laughs> fair that's really all i had that i wanted to talk about today anything y'all want to talk about um i didn't have anything right off the top i did want to get into that aaron hernandez thing a little bit but i don't think tommy's watched the documentary i haven't watched the documentary but i did want to get your guys' thoughts on eli manning retiring eli manning retiring it's time first ballot yeah 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 good i'm glad we're on the same page yeah, I think he won his. Two, he won more Super Bowls than his brother, and his brother's considered a first ballot Hall of Famer. And the two Super Bowls he did win, he was Super Bowl MVP. Right against right. two Patriots. That's right. That's right. Yeah, That's right. Both wins were pretty impressive. I think it had less to do with him, though. I mean, other than that, uh, I know David Tyree with the helmet catch. And I think he's got like four or five stats. I think are believe in the top ten. Yeah. You know that's to me a lot of. A lot of people hate on the guy, but I think he's been a great quarterback throughout the years. I think he kind of got treated like dog shit the last two years, but to me, he's definitely a Hall of Fame quarterback. So now the real question is: yeah. is uh, if San Diego, if he actually went to San Diego and Philip Rivers went to the Giants, do the Giants win those Super Bowls, and or does San Diego win any of those Super Bowls? Wow, that's a good question. I think that Coughlin and Manning worked well together, and they were able to kind of adapt the offense around Eli. I think that San Diego was more of a run-first offense during that time frame. I don't that I don't I don't think Manning would have had as long of a career if he went to San Diego. It's I don't think he would have been as good. No, I agree. I don't I don't think they're if they were to swap that they're going to win Super Bowls. Well, you also got to remember, though, is that uh, if if that goes down the way uh, it originally was supposed to, Eli would have also had, you know, LaDainian Tomlinson. True. Um, and he would have had Sean Merriman, good defenses down there. If it would have gone the way it was supposed to, that would have been Drew Brees' offense. That's exactly. I was just going to bring that up. No, because yeah. they drafted him anyways. Well, they did. They drafted him even when they had Drew Brees. They drafted... Uh, the originally, so what happened was, um, 
the San Diego Chargers drafted Eli Manning even after prior to that. Um, he said he would not play there. So then there was a deal worked out kind of backdoor to where uh, the Giants would take Phillip Rivers and then trade them because Eli said he wouldn't sign a contract with them. So, yeah, no, Breeze was in the picture, but I think at that point uh, Breeze wasn't Breeze circa 2004 or whatever year it was is not the same as the Breeze we know now. Um, they were ready to give up on him, and they wanted a prototypical quarterback like Eli, the size and the arm strength and all that, and they kind of um, – yeah, they definitely didn't do their due diligence on Breeze. Breeze, I think, wins uh, that city a championship, and I think Eli would have won them a championship too. I agree, but at that time too, I mean, <clears throat> it wasn't – until Vic came out, you know, with the mobile quarterbacks, a smaller size – I think that's when it started changing, but Breeze wasn't, you know, he was just a short little guy in there, but in their opinion. He's a competitor, though, man. I always liked him. I didn't under, <clears throat> Back then, I didn't understand it. They had a bad season, which got them that first pick. I don't think mm. it was Breeze's fault. I think it was everything else that was around him. Well, Tommy, two-time, got a question for you. Listen to the radio the other day. Brock Heward was talking about some free agents for the Seahawks, and he mentioned Jadavian Clowney. Yep. Saying how he felt the priority was to re-sign him. Absolutely. You all think he had the cap space to do that? Yeah. Is that going to happen? But if you sign him, he's going to want a big contract. Mm, I don't know if he's exactly going to. I mean, how many injuries? I mean, he'll have a decent contract, but I don't think it's going to be this astronomical contract that we can't handle. Um, okay. I mean, he has been battling injuries this last year. Um, yeah. And that's the thing for me. He's always battled injuries. Right. Right, and I think that's going to play a part into it. So, I mean, you know, people like Brian that think he's a dirty player, just a piece of shit. I mean, he's really not. But <clears throat> coach to be a dirty player, piece of shit. That's what I said. Uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't buy into that. But I mean, the guy is a force. He's going to get paid. He is. But I don't think it's the numbers that people are, you know, trying to project it out to be and hype it up to be. I don't, I don't buy that at all. I mean, yeah, that'll a, be interesting to see. There's a premium on uh, edge pass rushers in, in the NFL today. So I think that he can demand whatever he wants, man. I think he'll get close to a max contract, and I don't think Seattle's going to do it. Well, I think, no, I think they probably would, but it's going to have stipulations to injuries in there. Which would be smart, whether it's them or someone else, to get those in there. Right. But there's Does he team. offer Seattle a hometown discount? Hell no. I don't. I don't know, dude. He did say how much he loved it up here, and um, Josh Gordon said the same thing. And Josh Gordon loved it up here. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a bunch of strange clouds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't agree more with him. Seven with the suspensions up here. in the weed. I, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I yeah, think he's got other stuff going on though. I don't think it's necessarily just that. Well, I don't think he should be suspended for that, though. I think it's the world's changing. The NFL needs to catch up. What, at what point does the NFL uh, soften their stance on marijuana use? Um, is it when it becomes federal or majority of states do it? When does this change occur? Or does it is it like a local uh, municipality? Like I think they should accept it when they actually start looking at science and how it helps these players. UFC did. Yeah. Did you guys see that? I did not. UFC will allow them to smoke weed before and after the fight because they found that it offers no benefit to their performance. 
which that that makes more sense that the performance part of it right but it, oh uh, yeah but the benefits of the gift from it too i mean one it's not addictive right mm-hmm. uh that's debatable though i don't i don't I think say, it's addictive uh, eh. that's no. debatable nah i don't i don't think you're scratching your neck and trying to sell your jewelry to get oh, a bag of weed I, I think it's lesser than other addictive drugs but i don't think it's uh, to say i it's think it's a, i think it's a lot better alternative than relying on pharmaceuticals or homemade crap that people do right like the i'll agree with that and all that yeah, yeah i'll agree with to that say that it's not it, it may not be you know have <clears> you <throat> selling your tv on the corner for some crack like i'm not i'm not going to see you in the alley selling yourself for some weed you know what i mean well if it's really good i mean a little first off don't tell me what to do. We talking about chronic? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the chronic? Yeah. No, I definitely think it's 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 ha- it's it's not as addictive or, or as life altering as these other you know addictive drugs that exist. But I do think it's habit forming, and I think it definitely uh, you know it it can impact you negatively if you're if you got other shit going on. Um, I think that that can impact you negatively as far as your lifestyle. Well, but. yeah, I mean, you you get a, a decent feeling high, right? But I, if you want to sit at home and be a piece of shit all day and just watch Maury Povic and smoke bowls, then you're going to do that. But, I mean, if you have priorities, there's several people that manage to have a family, have a job, and, and still do that. Right, and I think the stigma, uh, a lot of the negativity associated with that has been, you know, especially since... Uh, <laughs> since... <laughs> Washington State has changed its stance on it. I think recreational use is no big deal anymore. Well, I think, I mean, if they're allowed to drink before and after, then let them smoke weed before and after. I don't care. Right. Falls into the same category for me. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. Side note, ESPN about a month ago was showing the Tetris World Championships. Have you guys seen clips of the Tetris game and how fast... Those blocks were falling? No. Yeah, they were throwing bricks on them, man. Blazing speed. Just stop. You didn't watch Blazing it. Blazing speed. You didn't watch it. Was it. A, no, I, put that, I, I actually was did watch You watch, you watch clip? Yeah, you watch highlights. You didn't right. tune into ESPN to watch this. Dude, you don't have to stay. I you didn't. don't have to watch it very long because they go so fast with it. They're, dude, I played Tetris a lot as a kid. And, Me too. Um, <laughs> to see these guys, like the level that they're doing it at is nuts. It is. I agree. It was, it's it like was, it's like it watching your level of Apex to mine. <laughs> and then Fortnite. Did you see that there's no. some high schools? No, no. There's some high schools that are adding classes that are going to be Fortnite centered. These these high schools need to start putting home ec and sex ed back in there. <laughs> no no doubt. Like, I what's going to happen? These are like private schools where they pay. More than college tuition for their kids. Well, they're trying to, to foster because they're seeing that there's potential careers in video gaming now. Look, so they now need, they're trying to appeal that. to that crowd, I suppose. They need to bring back shop and all that stuff back before this crap. Bring no. back automotive. Come on. Let's Honestly, teach these what kids I think that they skills. should do is like uh, start focusing on having classes on stuff like what we're doing, the podcasting. Um, How about finance? Yes. Huge. Kids need to learn all about finance and budgeting. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Like maybe teach them how to do their taxes, stuff like that. Right. I think I turbo tax for that nowadays. Either way, but... walk them through it. <laughs> but day to day budgeting fee. is what they need. They need day to day budgeting. How to balance a pay or your checkbook. Are you a fan of Dave Ramsey? Is that what I'm hearing? 
Yeah, I like Dave Ramsey. He speaks some logical steps that can guide you to being successful in your financial area. Yeah. Have you taken the smart a smart dollar course? Is that where you're getting this from, or just any of his books? I had the audio book, the whatever, the financial college or whatever. It was. I can't remember what it was called. He's also trying to afford season tickets to the Packers so he can be a partial owner. So no, I gotta try to finance the tickets to the NHL. I gotta see what those tickets are gonna cost me for two seats. That's what I'm waiting to see. See, see, see what the Van Damage is gonna be. It's a Financial Peace University by Dave. There you go. There you go. Yep. A Financial Peace. That's right. That's right. No, no I, I did those. Uh, it was part of a th- promotional thing that they did at work. Um, courses were actually pretty interesting. Mm. Yeah, you know, uh, my wife was actually talking to me about that because you guys work at the same place, and I'm very much the miser in our relationship when it comes to money. Right. She'll, <laughs> she thinks, oh, he's got a paycheck next week. We can just keep going. Right, right. But I mean, she really wants to attend to do that class too. Yeah, no, it's got some good stuff in there. So it's hard. It takes discipline. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, especially you when you're used to say no, you know, having fun. But right. yeah, it's for true. Sure. For sure. It's good. It's good. Well, shoot. That's all I have, y'all. Anything else you guys have? Anything else you want to cover? Any topics on the 25th of January that you are wanting to discuss before we wrap this up today, gents? No, I think that covers it, man. I think that, um, yeah, Pro Bowl's going to be boring. Yep, I agree. And. <laughs> Next week, we'll cover the Super Bowl more. Heck yeah. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. We'll watch some media. Get excited. I love the commercials of the Super Bowl as well, so I look forward to that as much as the game. Yeah, definitely. Just take care of your chickens. Take care of your chickens. All right, folks. Hey, we thank you for joining us for this episode of Two Genius, One Idiot. Hey, Easy E, can you hit me with that music, please? Appreciate y'all for listening. Put it on your mommy.